to another episode of the Nitro Performance Guide. It's been a while. It's been a while, but I had to figure out how I was going to do this. I'm your host, TJ, the Nitro Performance Guy, and we got a lot to talk about. Um, so the last race was in Bristol, Tennessee, but there was two races there. Uh, we didn't get to do Epping uh, because there was some weather, some really weird weather. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But there was some uh, weather that prevented us from getting the race in. So they had to contest the race at Bristol, uh, which was crazy to have a two-for-one race. Uh, it's happened before. It's happened a few times. Uh, but not not in recent history have we had to contest two races at the same time. So uh, we got to get right into it. We're going to cover Epping first. I'm going to do two separate episodes because... I didn't want to short Epping, and I also didn't want to short, you know, uh, Bristol, because two fabulous races had the same winner uh, in Top Fuel, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll talk about that. All right, let's get right into it, because, you know, without any further ado, right? All right, so we got Top Fuel, New England. So basically, they suffered a few different uh, conditions. In, in I wouldn't say suffered. I would say they, they dealt with some conditions on complete differences of the spectrum in, in Epping. There was a very, very, very hot day on Friday, and then it was crazy cool on Saturday and then that's when the rain started and they weren't able to complete any any of the elimination rounds which is why all of them had to be done at Bristol but the qualifying was done in Epping so the qualifying that you saw last weekend was a one the first round was second the second session of Bristol uh, that also qual- qualified for or counted for qualifying for Bristol as well. Um, and we'll talk about that again more on the Bristol episode. But I did want to cover that. The second session in Bristol was the first round of Epping. Uh, and then on Saturday, they did the second semis and finals. So we had a winner for Epping at the end of Saturday. Um, and so let's just get into it. So there was not many representative passes. They just wasn't. Let's, we're going to start with top few here. Uh, the number one qualifier was Antron Brown. He got all of it. 3.729, 329.99 miles per hour. That qualified him number one. Sean Langley was number two, 3.738 at 327.66 miles per hour. Those are the only two runs in the 70s, folks. Uh, after that, we had Leah Pruitt, 385, number three. Josh Hart was 390, number four. Dan Mercier was number four. No, he was number five with a 402. Uh, and then it there, there were no more three-seconds passes uh, as as we go down the sheet. Mike Salinas was number six. Austin Proc was number seven. Steve Torrance was number eight. Clay Milliken was number nine. Justin Ashley was number 10. Brittany Force was number 11, Doug Coletta was number 12, and Tony Schumacher was number 13. There were only 13 top fuel cars. That was only a Nitro contested pro race. They only had Nitro uh, top fuel and Nitro funny car. That's all they had. They didn't have the pro stockers there this week, that weekend. And so when they contested the race, naturally, there was no eliminations to run for the pro stock classes because they were not uh, scheduled to be at Epping. 
Uh, let's talk about Funny Car, and then we're going to get right into it, folks. Uh, Chad Green. How about Chad Green was number one qualifier. Uh, 410, 310 for Chad Green. Uh, Matt Hagen, 412 was number two. Alex Laughlin, how about that? Number three, 419, 289. Uh, and the rest were not representative passes. Uh, Ron Cash was number four. Robert Hyde was number five. Tim Wilkerson was number six. Cruz Pedregon was number seven. J.R. Ty was number eight. John Force was number nine. Alexis DeJoria was number 10. Bob Tasker the third. It was his hometown race. He was number eleven. Uh, Blake Alexander was number twelve. Terry Haddock was number thirteen. And then to round it all off, Jim Campbell was number fourteen. There were only fourteen funny cars on the property. So fast forward a week, we go to Bristol, and it is the second round of qualifying. So the getting's good, folks. Uh, I mean, it's still racing, so it's kind of cool to see how they approach racing when they're qualifying. I mean, you, we kind of see that with the Too Fast, Too Tasty uh, challenge that we see on Saturday now, and they're really, you know, they're really taking it seriously. Uh, Joe Costello has mentioned how. When they first announced this, a lot of the drivers and riders were like, ah, yeah, whatever, still qualifying. But, they, I mean, they get up for this stuff now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you talk about folks that race in qualifying to the finish line when it didn't count, now it does count. Uh, the drivers wanted those win lights back on the on the top, uh, on the the scoreboards as well. Because <laughs> so, I want to know who got there. So, anywho, I say all of that to say, it's really interesting to see the performance, uh, you know, how the performance wasn't, I guess, what we expected it to be in certain classes, but it's a race. We're racing, trying to get down there. I mean, there were four O's, you know, in, in Funny Car, but it's, you got to win the race, but you don't want to get outrun, but you don't want to beat yourself. It's kind of that, that, that tightrope walk that they all are on, you know, they're, they're, they're just trying to figure it out. And not trying to go over the edge. So this was the second session of qualifying in Bristol. So the we had header flames, folks. It was a fabulous session to watch. Uh, it, if you want to get people interested in HR, you got to show them the header fire, man. You got to show them header fire. And we also need to promote our drivers, like Don Gartlett said. Uh, but anyway, let's get right into it. So the first one out, we had Steve Torrance and Austin Proc. Steve Torrance is going to get the win, 3.753, 329.10 miles per hour. Beats Austin Proc's very style, 3.787, 326.08 miles per hour. By two hundredths of a second, he got the win. Uh, Austin left first, 63. Surprise, surprise, Austin Proc left the starting line first. 77 for Steve Torrance, 838 at 60 foot. The short numbers for Steve Torrance, 849 for Austin Proxel. Not bad, 214 to a 215. We're going down the racetrack, folks. 660, we got just above three three seconds for both cars. 302 for Steve Torrance, 3.021. And Austin Proc is about two hundredths of a second off of that. 3.047, 286 miles per hour to Steve Torrance's booming 291.38 at the eighth mile. How about that? 
let's get on board let's move on let's move on let's get on board well you know we're gonna have some singles because it's an odd number of cars there so austin proc it's not gonna get that single but antron brown is he did not get down the racetrack uh in a representative pass 12 seconds 78 miles per hour it looks like he got into some trouble at the step 101 on the tree uh and the short numbers at 61 second so we know he was definitely in trouble uh before then because these cars do that within a second 0.8 to be exact next up we got Brittany Forrest and Josh Hart again header fire folks Beautiful, shooting over the wings, shooting over the roofs. Roofs. I haven't talked on the microphone in a little while. I might be a little rusty. <laughs> uh, we got Brittany Forrest and Josh Hart. 51 to a 50 on the tree. They practically left at the same time. One thousandth of a second difference at the step. Hey, how about on the short numbers? They matched each other. 856, 856 in both lanes. Josh Hart was actually quicker to 330 than Brittany Forrest was. 2.144 to a 2.153. How about that? But then some trouble started to ensue for the RNL Carrier's top fuel car, and he is out of the race at this point. Brittany Forrest is charging on 3.026 at 293. Point nine or seven nine miles per hour. She's gonna finish the race, finish the run with a three point seven four seven three hundred thirty four point four eight miles per hour. I do not believe that was a track record at the time, but the track record was broken this weekend, uh, but not by Brittany Forrest. Interesting, interesting. All right, moving on. We got Sean Langdon and Tony Schumacher. Uh, this was a great drag race, and the champ, Tony Schumacher, is going to get it. Now, they're both champions. I shouldn't say the champ. Uh, 3.797, 323 miles per hour is going to get it done for the Skag top fuel car. It was a pretty close drag race, uh, two hundredths of a second. Uh, that's the same margin of victory as Steve Torrance and Austin Prop. Um, so, Leah Pruitt and Doug Collider are next. How about this? 3.745 is going to be the 3.764. 322 miles per hour for Leah Pruitt. 319.22 miles per hour for Doug Collider. We didn't talk about um, the reaction time for Sean Langdon and Tony Schumacher, and I like to give them their flowers. 42 on the tree for Sean Langdon to a 71 for Tony Schumacher. How about that? Again, surprise, surprise. Sean, Sean Langdon left the starting line first. He does it often. Uh, let me say we didn't look at the short numbers. Let me see. Who's quickest? Steve Torrance is still quickest in the session, 838. Uh, Tony Schumacher's 851. Sean Langdon was 857. So just six thousandths of a second of a difference there. Look at how close these things are, guys um, and girls. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, moving on. So we got Leah Pruitt and Doug Kalita. This was a really close drag race, folks. I, we just talked about the numbers, a few of the numbers. Leah Pruitt was the quickest to 660 so far. She's the closest to three seconds flat. 3.003. 3. 289.63 miles per hour. One mile per hour faster than Doug Kalita's 288.89 miles per hour at 660 foot, folks. How about the margin of victory was eight 
thousandths of a second, 85 thousandths of a second down there at the far end of the racetrack. That was a close drag race. They were pretty much locked the entire trip down the racetrack. Oh, and header fire. Remember that. There's header fire shooting over the wing in these races. I just want you to know that. I can't, I'm going to keep saying <laughs> uh, Duck Little left first, 73 to an 84. The short numbers are one thousandth of a second apart. 843 to an 842. 212 to a 213. Leah Pruitt was quicker. 3.003 to a 3.022. So just about three seconds flat for each car, but Leah was quicker. And she's going to get the win. Dan Mercier and Justin Ashley are next. How about uh, Rob Wendland is tuning for Dan Mercier, and they did not plan on going to Bristol, uh, but Mercier called up Wendland and said, hey, we can't let the kid get away with one. So they loaded up the car and came to Bristol, and um, they gave him a ride. I'll tell you that. that That is a good car. Rob Wendland, folks, used to tune the Terry McMillan top fuel car and that car was always in the conversation for either an upset or just flat out running you uh the guy knows what he's doing um he kept justin ashley honest here i'm telling you uh justin ashley left first 38 to 84 that was really the difference i mean dan mercier could have easily took this drag race uh 859 for dan mercier and 837 a little more aggressive in the other uh, in the on the right side of the racetrack, we didn't talk about lanes, but they don't really matter. Uh, 2.141 for Dan Mercier and 2.139 quicker for Ashley. Uh, let's talk about 660 because this is where it gets interesting, folks. He was st I know Justin Ashley heard him the whole trip down the racetrack because at a thousand foot they were two thousandths of a second difference there 3.017 for dan mercier he was actually quicker than justin ashley 3.019 how about that justin ashley was had the bigger speed though and that's the difference that that bigger power or that greater application down there 290.07 miles per hour to dan mercier's 287.90 miles per hour how about that? 3.755 is going to be the 3.768, 317.72 miles per hour for Dan Mercier and Justin Ashley with the big speed on the big end, 327.74 miles per hour, five hundredths of a second down there. He did not let him have it. I'll tell you what, he kept him honest. If anything would have went wrong with that Phillips Connect top fuel car, he would have been going, well, he wouldn't have been going home because we still got a race. But <laughs> he would have been eliminated from the Epping race. Moving on to the last race of the first round for Top Fuel Dragster. It was going to be Mike Salinas and Clay Milliken. Mike Salinas is going to get the win over Clay. 3.762 miles per hour. Three hundredths of a second down there on the top end of the racetrack. Only 271 for Clay Milliken. So, you know, that thing wasn't singing out the back. Um, he actually left before Mike Salinas did 77 to a 166 on the tree. They were pretty much dead even at the, uh, on the short numbers. 844, 845, 1,000 of a second difference at 330 foot mark. 
at the 330 foot mark I should say that's that first block out there folks hey how about six thousandths of a second difference for for let's see who was quicker Clay Milliken was yeah started to kind of change at 660 foot that's when it looks like Mike Salini started to charge he had to drive around him that was visible on screen Clay Milliken was out on him it was his race to win he left first he had the car to do it too. He was quicker, and uh, you know, just didn't work out. Uh, and so Mike Salinas is going to get the win by three hundredths of a second over Clay Milliken. Let's move on to funny car. We got Bob Tasca, but he wasn't first, so we're not. Gonna, I don't know why I said that. Anytime I make gaps, I try to talk into him <laughs> and try and make it make sense. Uh, but it would have made sense if Bob Tasca was first out, but he wasn't. Alex Laughlin was, he got a competition solo because Blake Alexander did not show up. They did, that was not uh, a plan for the head racing um, vehicle to be at this race. So unlike, you know, Dan Mercier, they were able to make it work, but not everybody's able to do it. It wasn't on their schedule. Some, a lot of these folks have real jobs, not real jobs, but a lot of these folks have like um, nine to five jobs. And so, not all of them, but some of them do that run the team, especially a lot of the part-time cars that do. They have they work other jobs. So, they can't just change the schedule and, you know, load up the, the rig and come on down to Bristol. You know, that's not possible for all of them. But, anywho, Alex Laughlin is going to get the win on a competition single. 418 302 for Alex Laughlin, header fire shooting over the roof looks good. They said that the car's still not quite where they want it to be, um, but it's it's making full passes. Only two fifty nine at the eighth mile, so we can kind of see where that performance is kind of fall off there. Uh, but it's okay, it's okay. We can kind of compare that to the other cars in the class. Usually, we like to see them over two seventy at least. Two seventy, two eighty is when they're really getting it. Uh, and, and some cars have even approached 290, uh, which is insane. Um, but anywho, we got J.R. Todd and Cruz Petragon lined up next. 58 to a 68. Cruz left first, but J.R. will get down there first. 4025, 325.53 miles per hour. He had a sizable margin of victory, so we don't really need to talk about that. Uh, they were pretty close uh, all the way down the racetrack up until half track. Uh, looks like Cruz got into some trouble right before half track, maybe 500 feet, because uh, that's a 378 there at uh, the thousand foot mark. And we know the funny cars are usually close to 3.20 or better when they're on a full pass. Uh, so again, JR's going to move on. He's going to beat that snap on car. Here we go. They've been lining up a lot lately. Uh, JR was in the left lane again. I said about the lane, I'm gonna keep it consistent. Um, they did talk about the lanes. I, I might put that in here somewhere, uh, where they talked about the lanes and how if you get out, uh, it'll pull you. Uh, JR was actually really great when he talked about it, so I, I might throw that in there. Uh, but they have two tunnels under the racetrack for the fans to get from one side of the racetrack to the other. Uh, but it 
expands and contracts and that changes the the surface of the racetrack and you can literally see the nitro cars really any car that goes down there uh like hopping like jumping down the racetrack almost i mean the first time that the pro stock motorcycles were here a couple years ago they were like bouncing pretty severely (laughs) uh it was it was i think yesterday uh latin yesterday it was last year i think was the first time that bikes were there uh, but yeah, they were bouncing down there. So it, it, it just happens in every vehicle as they're going over those tunnels. All right. This was a very, very close drag race, folks. We got John Force and Tim Wilkerson, the grizzled veterans. They've been battling for years. Uh, John Force, <laughs> you know, he chunked it in for this 006 on the tree for Tim Wilkerson. And he's going to get the win. But let's talk about it. So it's a whole shot. Tim Wilkerson is a 70 off the tree to John Force's 006. How about that? But look at the uh, 60. So that's where you get it back. Or that's where you kind of can see where, you know, that he had it chunked in. Stage with the headers, as they say. 972 for John Force at 60 to uh, Tim Wilkerson's 905. So it looks like he might have had it in a little bit too. 230 with a 5 on the end. Uh, he was quicker than John Force, 238 uh, at six, uh, 330 for John Force, 660 foot. We have 3.244 for Tim Wilkerson and 3.309 for John Force. So Tim was quicker. John had the bigger speed, though, 279.09 to Tim Wilkerson's 276.92. We have a four flat with a four on the end for Tim Wilkerson and then a 4063. For John Forrest, 324.36 for John Forrest to 318 for Tim Wilkerson. Five thousandths of a second down there at the far end of the racetrack. 53 thousandths of a second. How about that? John is going on to the next round in a close one. What? Alexis DeJoria and Robert Height. I love that. That's going to be funny when I hear that back. We get the first three-second passes for the funny cars. 399.9 for Alexis DeJoria. 322 is not going to be Robert Height's stout. 3.938, 321.35 miles per hour. Six thousandths of a second down there at the other end of the racetrack. Robert left first, and he's going to get there first. Bob Tasca and Ron Caps are next. Ron was a little put off uh, at the end of the racetrack. I kind of tried to watch back uh, the staging procedures um, to see what happened uh, up there, but I couldn't tell anything. But basically, everybody has a routine, and and the drivers get used to each other's routines. And sometimes the driver doesn't necessarily – a certain driver – not a particular driver, but maybe I go up there and I don't want to do it the way I did it last round. I do it differently. And that can kind of throw off your comp- your competition. I'm not saying that's what happened to Ron Cass, but I know he did make a comment about Tasca's staging down at the far end of the racetrack. Uh, it doesn't, it, you know, at the end of the day, it, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, let's look at the numbers here. It looks like Bob Tasca just had the better car. Um, uh not necessarily. I will, I will. I'll take that back. Cause Ron Caps was quicker at 3:30. He was quicker to have track. Uh, 
Bob Tasker had the bigger speed to a 283.01. That's the biggest speed we've seen at Hab Track for the funny car so far. 3.972 is going to be a 3.962. Uh, so a, a whole shot victory. Uh, yeah, yeah, whole shot victory. 329.26 miles per hour for Bob Tasker. The third, he's going to get the win by two hundredths of a second. It was a very nice side-by-side drag race. I should say, folks, it was a very great night of drag racing. Side-by-side is how we like to see them. We don't, we like to see them side-by-side. And even better that the head of fire was shooting down there. Um, Yeah, so we're going to move on. Terry Haddock and Matt Hagen. Terry Haddock is not going to get the win because uh, he got into some trouble. Nine seconds for him, but Matt Hagen is going to get down there. Five, four, oh, five, three, oh, eight. So we know that car wasn't living up to its potential, but he got the round win. It doesn't always matter. Uh, remember, this also counts for qualifying for Bristol as well. Uh, so Robert Height is currently the number one qualifier, 3.938 uh, currently in the Bristol race. <laughs> And then for Jim Campbell and Chad Green, Jim Campbell had some issues and he wasn't able to make the pass. Chad Green is going to make it down there 3.969, 322.50 miles per hour, 279 at the eighth mile, 3.2108 uh, at the eighth mile. He was the quickest to the eighth mile. Uh, no, let me see. Wait a minute. No. Robert Height was followed by Ron Capps. Followed by Chad Green. How about Dan Wilkerson getting that thing flying down there? All right. Let's move on to second round. We're back in the floppers. Cousins. Because we're talking about top fuel. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Okay. I tried. It's it's artful the way I try to kind of like steer back into what I was wanting to say. But, you know, we all know. it. It's performance. Performance is not perfect. Perfection is a myth. If you're a perfectionist, you know, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's not a real thing. All right. The pursuit of perfection is what is actually real. You can be as perfect as you can be. But at the end of the day, your perfect might not be the next person's perfect. So I don't know why I started saying that. But guess it wanted to come out. But it's true. There is no perfect. Only practice. Here we go. Let's talk about Antron Brown and Steve Torrance, the brothers. Well, Steve Torrance is going to get the win this time. It's now completely different conditions. It's now daytime. It's now about like, uh, I don't know, like 11 o'clock in the morning uh, where they would normally run the session. It was it was very cool how they did it. I will commend NHRA for how seamless the eliminations worked on Saturday and it didn't disrupt the actual race. Well, not the actual race, but it didn't disrupt the Bristol Thunder Valley nationals that were going on simultaneously. So I do like, I really love how they did that. Um, anyway, Steve Torrance is going to get the win 3.897, 321.81 miles per hour, 56 on the tree. He left on Antron 4.442, 197 miles an hour for Antron, the Matco boys. They're not going to be happy with that because it wasn't a full pass. So let's move on to Brittany Force and Justin Ashley. A wacky one here. Brittany Force is not going to get the win over Justin Ashley. 409, 255 beats a 432, 274 
Justin Ashley left first. He's going to move on to the next round. Uh, Tony Schumacher is going to get a competition single into the semifinal round. 448, 7, 178.50 miles per hour, 98 on the tree. He's going to move on unopposed. Leah Pruitt and Mike Salinas is the final pair in this round. Leah Pruitt is not going to get it down there. And actually, she is. And here's the here's the crazy thing, folks. There's a couple cars she would have beat in this round. 3.894298.47. Drag racing is a right place at the right time kind of sport because she would have beat Tony Schumacher if she had to race him. She would have beat both Justin Ashley and Brittany Force. And she would have beat Antron Brown too. But like the point is, Mike Salinas, 3.848, 322.58 miles per hour. That would have, you know, it. It's just, it's just a tough draw. It's just a tough draw. Mike Salinas is moving on to the next round. He's gonna have lane choice over Tony Schumacher, and Justin Ashley is not gonna have lane choice to Steve Torrance, who ran 3.89 to a 4.09. Let's move on to the funny car second round. We got uh 4.08. For Chad Green, he's going to get the win. He was unopposed. 309 for him. He's going to get down there. He's going to have lane choice against our next victor, Bob Tasker the third, who raced Robert Height. Both the Bobs when they lined up. Uh, let's see who left first. Bob Tasker left first. 77 to a 97. So two hundredths of a second different on the uh, on the step there. 441.8 to a 444.1. For Robert Height, 202 for Robert Height, and 267 for Bob Tasker the third. He's not going to have lane choice over Chad Green, but he's going to get the win. Matt Hagen and J.R. Todd are next. Matt Hagen is not going to get the win, but he left first. 63 to a 84. 411 to a 460. 314 for J.R. Todd and the Yellow Fellas. They're going to move on to the semifinal round. Who are they going to face? And who, is he going to have lane choice? Let's answer those questions right now. Alex Laughlin and John Forrest. They asked Alan the previous day who he'd like to have, Tim Wilkerson or John Forrest. He said, I've already raced Tim Wilkerson, and I who doesn't want to to race John Forrest? Everybody's a John Forrest fan. you know, And that's true. For two, you know, Even when you're competing against him. You, you grew up watching the guy, and now you're, you're lining up against him. That's pretty cool. But John Force is going to get the win here. He left first, 64 to a 81, 409, 318. Hey, this car is looking pretty good on a hot racetrack, folks. To a 520 with a four on the end, 153. He is going to have lane choice over J.R. Todd in the next round. Let's move on. We got top fuel cars. Bring them back up. This round did not count for qualifying because um, the other, the rest of the class was in the back, uh, in the back. They were in the pits getting ready for the final session, getting ready for final qualifying for the Thunder Valley Nationals. Uh, so they just brought these four up, uh, well, eight, I guess, uh, total, but four in each class for the semifinal rounds for the Epping race. Let's say the New England Nationals. Let me make sure I say that. <laughs> All right, let's talk about it. We got Steve Torrance and Justin Ashley. Justin Ashley is going to get it done, and he's going to beat Steve O. 
Steve-O's got his swagger back. He's he's definitely got something for these these boys and girls this summer, I believe. He's not going to get it done this this in this particular race, but it wasn't a very, you know, look at the numbers folks, 391 5 for Steve Torrance to a 389 2. That's not a big margin there on the on the uh elapsed time there. The difference could have been on in the uh in the power. I don't I'll be honest with you folks, I don't remember whether Steve put out a cylinder or not. 311 3 uh 311 13. So he I I'm going to bank on he put out a cylinder because i know he didn't bring that thing up there to run 391 justin ashley 389 to 319 29 he's moving on to the final round in top fuel at the new england nationals in bristol we got tony schumacher and mike salinas that's going to be the second semifinal. we got tony schumacher is going to get the win over mike salinas 494 5 or 394 5 310 with the 20 on the end. Who's going to have lane choice? Justin Ashley's going to have lane choice over the greatest to ever do it in top field. Tony Schumacher, uh, Mike Salinas for the interest of fair reporting. 4.140307 flat. But it's not going to be good enough to get into the finals of the New England Nationals. Let's move on to the funny card and let's talk about their semifinals. First, we got Chad Green and Bob Tasca, the third. Bob Tasca, the third, is going to get the win. 406 315.64 miles per hour. He's going to beat Chad Green, who left first. A psychic 19. 425.9282. Must have had some problems. Looks like it might have spun the tires down there. and Because it was still going over 280 at the finish line. So that leads me to believe he was at least half open. Uh, the throttle is what I'm talking about there. Bob Task is moving on to the final round at the New England Nationals at his home race in Bristol. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to do what AR did and beat the dead horse. All right. We got J.R. Todd is racing John Force. We love when these two match up here. Uh, we got a quicker but losing 409-8-319 for J.R. Todd. 66 on the tree. John Force left first. Four. Uh, 410-49 on the tree, 319-07 for John Force. He's going to move on to the final round to race Bob Tasca, the third. Uh, and Bob Tasca is going to have lane choice. So let's talk about that because, again, we didn't have any uh, pro stock classes, so we don't really need to go into it because uh, there, no there, no, there was no final. So... <laughs> So let's talk about the funny car final first. Uh, we got Bob Tasca the third and John Force. 403 is going to be the 408. John left first, but Bob Tasca had the power to go down there and drive around them. 322.96 beats a 320.51. So they, I mean, it was a solid drag race. I know they could feel each other's exhaust pipes going down there. It was side by side for sure. Bob Tasca is going to win. His home race, uh, low ET was uh, was Robert Height. Low ET of race day was three ninety three eight for Robert Height. 06, 006 was the best reaction time. Three hundred twenty nine twenty six was the top speed by your winner, Bob Tasca, and the runner up was John Forrest. Congratulations to Bob Tasca. Um, and so let's look at 
the top fuel final here. And we got Justin Ashley and Tony Schumacher. How about this? It was a pretty close drag race. How about another whole shot victory, folks? Double whole shot in Nitro classes here. 3.846 beats a 3.835. 324. 12 beats 323.66 miles per hour. 41 to a 61. Two hundredths of a second difference on the step of the throttle. How about also a two hundredth of a second difference in the funny car class as well. John left first and Justin Ashley left first. But in this case, wait, no, it couldn't have been a whole shot victory. My apologies. <laughs> it couldn't have been a whole shot victory because John didn't win. Uh, but he left first. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I'm glad I caught that one before I listened back to it. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the the stats for Top Fuel uh tony schumacher was the runner up leah pruitt was the top speed of race day three or low et of race day 3.745 best reaction time was justin ashley 41 to and then our Brittany force is going to have the top speed of race day which technically happened the previous day when under the lights with header fire i mean we always have header fire but i'll say visible header fire that's why i house i house how I'll start saying it. Easy for me to say. 334.48 miles per hour for Brittany Force. How about that? Let's see. Do I have the points here? Do I have the points? Uh, I don't have it in between the races. So I will. you'll have to wait to hear the points on the Bristol episode. Uh, but that's how it's shaked up at the end of the New England Nationals, folks. Uh, again, I commend NHRA for doing what they did and how it was done. Uh, it was very, very, very well done, I will say. Uh, and I know I'm very critical of the company sometimes, but, uh, I also give credit where it's due and, uh, it was, uh, very well done. So I am going to record the Bristol episode in the next coming days uh, i'm gonna drop this on monday because it's been a while bristol technically happened after epi uh so i'll make sure i get this epi one out first on monday juneteenth uh so happy juneteenth to you if you celebrate it if you don't keep it respectful <laughs> it's an important day for me so i'm happy to be making an episode on this day so with that being said I say so one more time. <laughs> so, we're going to wrap it up. That's going to be the end of the Epping episode, the New England Nationals from Bristol. Stay tuned. We're going to have a two for one this week. You're going to have two episodes in the same week. How about that? Uh, but, anywho, we're going to end this one right here. And uh, thank you for listening. And stay tuned for the Thunder Valley Nationals. 